Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny, in case you're new here, or welcome back. I hope you are having an amazing end of the year. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you had an amazing Christmas. It is the last week of the year of 2022, so that is honestly crazy. It makes me feel like where did this year go truly, because it has been so, so fast. I know everyone says that, but for me in particular, it just feels like the second half of this year flew by so, so quickly, which is something we'll talk about a little bit later. But anyways, I hope you've had an amazing week. Uh, I know holidays are a really busy time. It can also be a really stressful time for everyone. So just hope you had a good holiday. Hope you enjoyed, and I hope you start 2023 off strong. Today's episode, since it's the last one of the year, we're going to be doing a 2022 recap, of course. Just a recap and a reflection. I find these very important and helpful for myself when I'm going into a new year to think about the past year that has happened, what went well, what maybe didn't go as well, so that I can kind of hone in on what I want to achieve in 2023, which is going to be my next episode, talking about what I want to achieve, what we're going to be doing and all that, so... We'll talk about that a little bit later. Anyways, gonna start off with a rosebud and a thorn, as I always do. A rose is something that's good that's happened this week, a bud is something I'm looking forward to, and a thorn is something that's not so good that happened this week. Okay, my thorn for this week is, I think pretty much for the last few years, it's been happening quite a while, uh, I always go snowboarding on Christmas Eve with my friends, just with everyone's holiday schedules. Christmas Eve always seems to be the only day that works out. <clears throat> so this year, we did the same thing. We went snowboarding on Christmas Eve, and I brought my boyfriend for the very first time. He hasn't snowboarded, or he hasn't skied for over 10 years. Like, he hasn't gone skiing since he was a kid. So it was basically his first time skiing. We brought him up. I brought, went with my friends from high school. It was a lot of fun, but my thorn is that it was pouring rain that day. I thought that, I saw the weather reports, you know, I thought that the rain meant that it would be snowing up on the mountain, but it wasn't cold enough and it was raining really, really hard when we were skiing. So that made it really, really unpleasant. Also, like they assigned us parking spots when we got on the mountain and for some luck, um, I got a parking spot right next to where the water was draining. Like I guess they have a draining system on the mountain, which makes sense. But the draining system caused like the water to basically run as a stream under my car. So when you get out of the car, it's literally just all water. It was pretty deep too. Like it wasn't just like a small little like there's water flowing on the floor. Like it was like a strong current. So right at the beginning of the day, I was trying to get out of the car and I stepped in this huge stream because there was literally nowhere else to step and I got my boots all wet. So for the rest of the day, I was basically snowboarding with a puddle in my shoes, which was really uncomfortable, which is not great. <laughs> so that was kind of unpleasant and then obviously it was raining on the mountain so my gloves started to get wet and then my fingers started to get cold because I was wet and cold and stuff like that. But we still ended up making the most of it. Like we went on, I think, five to seven runs which was pretty fun and my boyfriend was picking up the skiing by the end of it he didn't fall as much at the end which is really nice and uh yeah that was my i i definitely am not going snowboarding when it's raining ever again that was my one and done situation <laughs> definitely going to look at the weather reports and make sure that it's like not raining 
when we go up to snowboard. It was still fun regardless, but it was just really cold and not as fun as it could have been, which is why it's my summer. My bud is, my boyfriend and I have been watching an anime called The Chainsaw Man, which I think is like relatively popular right now. Um, and it's the season finale coming up this week. I am so freaking excited. But I feel like, okay, I don't know if you guys watch this. I probably, you probably don't, but I'm just going to talk about it for a little bit. I feel like, so we just watched the pre-season finale yesterday night, um, episode 11, because there's only 12 in a season. And I just feel like I won't be very satisfied with the season finale. I think it'll be very epic in that there's going to be a lot of fighting and like action scenes. But I feel like there's going to just be so many questions left unanswered because right now at this point of the anime, there are so many different characters and all of them have such a nuanced story plot, like of their background, who they are, why they came to be, and all this stuff like that. If you're ever interested, you should watch it. Definitely, it's like such a good anime. But I'm just like, I am anticipating that I feel like the season finale won't answer all these questions and I'm going to be left very unsatisfied. So I'm kind of looking forward to it, but I'm also kind of worried because the anime up until this point has been really, really good. And uh, I don't want the season finale to be a letdown, obviously, because of this buildup. I, I, I need it to be really, really good, otherwise I'll be kind of upset. Yeah. Okay, and my rose. My rose is probably just that I get a few days off this week. Uh, today's Monday, Boxing Day, and I'm not working, and tomorrow I don't have to work in the morning, which is really nice, so I gotta reset a little bit, just relax. Yesterday was Christmas Day, and I relaxed until 5 p.m. I, I did absolutely nothing, um, which was not good, to be honest. I feel like I was frozen in bed, and it was, it was really comfortable, but I feel a little unproductive. But I'm trying to remind myself that obviously it's okay to not have productive days, especially like during the holiday season, it's so chaotic as is. So I'm trying not to feel bad about that. My rose is just that I enjoy having some time off. I slept last night, wait, the night before I slept 11 hours. Last night I slept 10 hours and then tonight I'm probably going to sleep another 10 hours, which makes me feel so good. I love sleeping a ton and it just makes me feel really well rested. Also today's weather is like actually pretty nice. I thought it'd be raining and it's like kind of sunny right now. So today should be the day that I go up boarding, but obviously I can't now. So yeah, those are my rose buds and thorns for this week. Let's get into my 2022 recap. Okay, I'm going to start with before answering some reflection questions about 2022, just talking about this year and what I have gone through because I don't know, if not everyone listens to every episode, I don't think anyone does, and uh, let's just talk about what I actually been through because I feel like 2022 was probably one of the biggest years of change for me ever. Yeah, no, like it's probably been the biggest year of change in my entire life, which is crazy. So let's talk about it. So in January, I was still a university student. I was in fourth year at the University of British Columbia. I studied psychology and minored in commerce, in case you don't know. And it was a really nice end semester. January to April was my last semester of university. It was really, really fun because we started online in January because of Omicron. I remember that happening. But then we ended up going back in person for the last half of the semester after reading break, which was nice because like February to April is when the good weather happens anyway. January to February, we kind of skipped out on the winter weather and got to stay at home. 
and then February to April we got to go back in person. It was just really fun to go back in person. I remember that semester, my last semester of university. I just had so much fun in my classes. Um, I had a strategic management course for my business minor and I really really loved that class just thinking about like different strategies to manage businesses and stuff like that. I also took business processes was kind of like about the supply chain and stuff. That one was not as fun at the beginning but by the end of the class I actually understood and then it kind of made sense and I had a little more fun. And I just remember yeah my last semester of university was just really really fun. I feel like I didn't like, I definitely kept to myself a lot more in my last semester, but it was okay because I still really enjoyed it. Like, I really liked hanging out by myself, you know, studying at the library by myself. It was just really, really nice. I feel like going into university, there's just too many expectations of you must have a huge friend group with you all the time. But in reality, like, for all of us, it's going to be, you're going to be by yourself studying for your classes, like, just getting to class by yourself and stuff like that. Like, I think that's totally fine. Anyways, so I graduated university, I finished university in April, my last final exam was the end of April, and then I graduated in May, which was really exciting, got to walk across the stage, you know, stuff like that, and it was back in person, because COVID was dying down at that point, which was really exciting, got to take some nice pictures, and then after university, I think... Uh, now that I'm thinking back to it, January to February, I was like really, really lost as to what I was going to do after university. I had no idea at all. I was like, should I start job hunting right away? But I kind of wanted to take a break. I definitely don't want to go back to school for my master's right away and stuff like that. Like I had a really, really hard time thinking about what I wanted to do after university. But then February, I figured it out kind of and I was like oh like I should just travel like I've always wanted to travel the world and this is like the perfect time you know I'm kind of given a break in my life after university I don't have to make a decision and find a job right away I can take a break which is crazy so after February I was a lot more relaxed with that because I was like oh I kind of actually have a plan for after university and then it's only like a year-long plan so we'll figure it out afterwards but at least I, I knew that right after university, I wasn't going to be totally lost. And it also gave me a lot of motivation to do stuff with my free time, which was like planning trips and figuring out where I want to go. So after university, I traveled solo for a couple trips. I My first trip, I it wasn't a solo trip. I went camping with my friend Angela on Vancouver Island. That one was a really nice like just relax and detox trip because there was no service at all in the cabins. And we were just kind of stuck there for a few days. I also went to Washington DC, which was probably one of my, it was probably my favorite trip of the entire year, to be honest. Um, I just love Washington. I've talked about this so many times, I feel like, I feel like I'm just like the biggest stan of Washington. I just love the city itself. It's like a big city, but it's also not like as dirty or as chaotic as other big cities like New York or Austin. Like I think it's really well maintained and it's just really clean. There's a lot of really fun activities to do and it's just like a really fun area. I had a lot of fun going to Washington. I went for a week by myself. I saw a friend at the time but otherwise I spent the days by myself and that was really really nice. The weather was also perfect and then I came back 
May, I remember May, end of May was really chaotic with graduation and stuff like that. And then in June, I went to Kelowna with a couple friends as well. We did some wine tastings, just relaxed as well, spent some time together. We did a lot of we're not really strangers questions, I remember on that trip, and that was super fun. And then what did I do after June? I think I just like came back and lived life. I think I realized at that time when I come back and my main focus was just content creating because I didn't really have anything else to do. I really didn't like that, to be honest. I've been actually thinking about this a lot and I'll talk about this next week in my planning 2023 episode, but I really do want to prioritize content creating, but I don't think I would ever do it fully full time because I don't think my brain can handle that. It's just too much to think about and overanalyze but when you have another main priority like another job or another focus then at least you have something else to kind of take up your thoughts throughout the days which is really good i know a lot of content creators struggle with that but i'm definitely going to focus more on my content next year and i did that for a while during the summer but i figured out that i must have another like working or something alongside it so that i'm not losing my mind <laughs> Anyways, in July was my main big trip of the year and that was going to Austin, Texas. And I've just always wanted to go to Austin for sure. So that was just something I really wanted to do. Planned the trip myself, headed there myself, did everything by myself. It was crazy. I definitely feel like I pushed the bounds of what I could do on that trip. Like just figuring out how to get places and stuff like that. Also just being like physically uncomfortable all the time because it was so freaking hot. Definitely played into the growth factor that I felt after that trip. I also did a lot of reflection of like what I want to achieve with my life on that trip. And I remember for a couple days, I would be on the rooftop of the Austin Public Library. And it was just so beautiful because you could see the entire view. You could see the river. And it was just so, oh no, it was a lake, Ladybird Lake. You could see the lake and it was just so beautiful. And I would just be thinking about my life and what I wanted to achieve. And it was just a lot of fun. Um, but it wasn't my most fun trip of the year for sure. I definitely started to feel a little uncomfortable by the end. Um, I feel like when I went to Washington, it was only five days, so it was the perfect, like, I can just have fun and not think about anything else. But because I was in Austin for so long, I was in Austin for just under two weeks, I feel like by the end of it, I kind of explored all of downtown, explored all of what I wanted to see, and I was kind of just left alone again, and it, it got a little uncomfortable for sure, I can say that. But it was still really fun. I really enjoyed that trip. And then after Austin, my plan was actually I wanted to go to Japan for a couple months. But at the time, Japan wasn't open yet because of COVID restrictions. And also, I was like, uh, I'm running a little bit low on money in my bank account. And if I want to go to Japan for so long, I definitely want to make it like the most fun experience ever. And I don't want money to be a thing that kind of stops me like I don't want to have to be constantly stressing about how much money I have so I decided to take a pause and I got a job I am working full-time and I have been since end of August and I had a lot of different thoughts about this I thought that I would really hate working full-time but to be honest like it's actually been really really fun um I'm still working as a math tutor and then if you didn't know in the morning I work for my mom she owns a logistics company and I've been doing that in the mornings and it's actually been I've definitely learned a lot and reflected on good things and bad things as well but oops I 
have had a lot of fun working full-time like I feel like having that structure in my life has been really nice and also obviously making money has been really nice so yeah working full-time and then I moved out in September since I realized I'd be making full-time income and this was something I've always wanted to do moving out by myself is always something that I wanted to do I finally did it I had a luck a lucky lucky open house looking at this apartment and I got to rent it and now I'm living here so that's kind of been my year at an, in a nutshell uh, a lot of change for sure um, and a lot of fun I would say this year has definitely been the most fun as well for me because I've grown a lot and I've got to be by myself a lot I didn't feel like I was pressured by people at school, pressured by friends, pressured by whoever. It was just really, really nice. So that's kind of my 2022 in a nutshell. It's kind of the perspective that I'm going into these reflections, questions into. So let's talk about those. Okay, now that we've gone over what my years looked like, let's get into some questions. First one is, what challenges did you overcome this year? Okay, I think... At the beginning of the year, when I was graduating university and figuring all that stuff out, I had a really, really hard time with my purpose in life. And that is such a broad thing. And it's honestly like, you will never truly figure that out. But I had a really, really hard time with what I am meant to do in this world and just like a balance of what I'm meant to do where I like my talents and skills will serve best and also what will fulfill me the most and satisfy me the most emotionally and mentally because I'm a strong believer in enjoying what you do to some capacity. I've been really lucky in that one of my jobs is probably one of my most favorite things in the entire world, but not all not everyone is like that and I believe personally that you should at least enjoy what you're doing somewhat. I think it's really hard to like just think, treat a job as a job. But one of my yeah biggest challenges was purpose in life because I, this also has to do with making content because I think for me, making content is one way for me to express who I am, what I'm feeling and all that. And the problem was during that period I had no idea who I was so I had a really hard time with making content because I didn't know what I was supposed to say and what I was supposed to show and I had no idea and I have kind of figured this out I mean I, I definitely don't know my like purpose in life like that is something I'll continue to figure out as I grow up but I think for sure for me hmm how do I even sum this up? In the content side, at least, I have realized that I need to see this more of just kind of like a diary. And I don't know, I, I sometimes get in these like head spaces of, oh, you need to make videos that are searchable and blah, 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 blah. But again, like, for me, content is something that I just try to enjoy for fun. And if I'm thinking about all that and stressing out about it, it's not fun for me. I recently just posted a YouTube video after a couple months. And it was a lot of fun just to show my morning routine and record and do it. Because that's just what I like to do. And 
for my, you know, I think purpose in life, another thing you need to know is that you have to reframe it as your career is your purpose in life because that is just something the boomers have ingrained in us for so long to trick us into being the working class. But once you realize that, you know, as a person, working has nothing to do with who you are and school too. School has nothing to do with who you are and what you do. It becomes a lot easier to not know what you want to do and not know your purpose in life because then your purpose in life just becomes living day to day and just figuring it out and just vibing and that I think is really important. So that has definitely been something I struggled with a lot. That was like my existential dread was something that I remember in February I was just like constantly thinking about and like had no idea what I wanted to do and it was crazy. Near the end of the year, as my life changed, obviously the challenges that I faced were a little bit different. Uh, the two main challenges that I have are, first of all, adulting, because I moved out on my own. I'm living on my own, trying to be financially independent. So adulting has definitely been one of the biggest challenges that I've faced this year. And what I mean by that is, you know, just being self-sufficient and, you know, having things to eat and figuring out what to eat, cooking and cleaning and taking care of my space and balancing time with myself and people that I care about. It's just, this is actually really, really hard and just like existing can take a lot of effort. A few tips that I have are, for me at least, I got a little whiteboard for my fridge and one reason I do that is so that I can plan my meals out for the week. I plan out what I'm going to have for dinner, also what I'm going to bring for lunch to work because that's something I have to think about. So that has made it a lot easier for me. I can see it right away. It, it takes away the um, decision factor. Even if I might not actually follow through with that plan, at least I have something written down so that I have an idea, you know what I mean? Whereas if you don't have an idea and you're trying to figure it out, like there's just too many options and for me at least I'm way too indecisive for that, especially after a long day of work, like where I just want to eat. If I go in and come home and I have a plan with what I'm cooking for dinner, it makes things a lot easier for me. Also splitting up your cleaning chores so that everywhere every week you're just doing a little bit of something. I would love to be the type of person that cleans on the weekdays and then don't have to do anything on the weekends, but unfortunately my work schedule doesn't allow me to do that. So I clean on the weekends and I just one week alternate with sheets, always do my laundry, cleaning the bathroom, cleaning the kitchen, etc. I'm also like, I'm glad I chose a small space because otherwise I'd be dreading cleaning every week. If with a small space like this is manageable for me and I'm like, oh, it'll be over in 10 minutes. Yeah, so that's definitely also been very helpful. And then the last challenge I've been facing and I'm still facing right now is my shift in identity and role in both my life and in other people's lives around me. Because for the last 22 years, I've pretty much been the same person, you know, I never moved out. Well, I moved out to a dorm for university, but then I ended up moving back home. I didn't move away for college and stuff. So I feel like I've been living a very, the same life for the last 22 years. And now it's changed. And obviously, because I've gotten so comfortable with the routine that I've made for the last 22 years, I don't really know anything else. So. For me, at least, even figuring out my schedule, figuring out what I want to do in the days, like that's been 
a challenge to navigate, but also figuring out who I am in relation to other people now is also quite difficult. Obviously for my family as well, this is the first time that I've moved out and they don't have me living at home anymore, so it's been really hard to balance those family responsibilities and that role that I play in the family now because I'm not physically there all the time, you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely going to look very different because obviously I'm not there all the time and I'm not, you know, so. That's been something I'm actually still struggling with to this day. I just had my last therapy session like two weeks ago when we were talking about that. So it's still something I'm figuring out and probably still something I'm going to be figuring out for the next little bit. Um, just the shifting identities and figuring out what that means for me and the expectations that other people have of me and also the boundaries that I'm making. It's really hard because when people have known something for so long, and then you suddenly change it on them and you're putting up these barriers and you're putting up these boundaries people aren't used to it and it's just like whoa what's going on so that's definitely been something that's really hard for me is figuring that side of my life out for sure okay next question is what is the most important lesson that you've learned this year and Honestly, there are so many lessons, obviously. Uh, there are so many things you can learn in life, but I think one of the biggest things that I've realized, especially as I started working now, is you have to, like, life is rarely ever about the big moments, really, and you really need to appreciate the little moments that come and go. I've realized this as I have been working because working, life can look so similar day to day. Like, I wake up, go to the gym, then I come back, get ready for work, and then I work and then I come back eat dinner and sleep and then I just repeat it for five days a week and that can be kind of sad if you think about it like a lot of people I know don't like that about nine to five work life but I think having a focus on appreciating the little parts of life like it's so cheesy but like romanticizing your life that's what people say this is for right like instead of because as a student I was always looking forward to like oh, it's midterm seasons, oh, and then it's final season, and then, oh, it's break, and then I have midterm season again. I was always looking forward to the next thing, all naturally, right? Also, because I had so many deadlines and stuff as a student, I always had to be planning ahead for that. But now that I'm working and I don't really have long-term deadlines that I know of, it's, it's a lot harder for me because now I have to shift my perspective to being a present thinker and enjoying the moment and not being too stressed about the future because the future is ever changing it will always be changing and you can never rely on the future which is crazy so for me definitely throughout working i've realized like appreciating the little things like if i had a good conversation with a client or whoever or a kid that i'm teaching math to like those kinds of things I remember a lot now the small things a lot of kids will ask me like how do you remember so much about other people like because I feel like I do know a lot about the kids that I teach you know I know if they're siblings I know like what they do outside of school and stuff like that and they always ask me like how do you remember all this stuff and I'm like these conversations these little things are really really important to me and I will put in an effort to remember them because these are actually kind of the highlights of my day and they're just as special, if not more special, than these big moments like my university graduation or whatever. Like, I have really learned to appreciate the small things that come and go throughout the workday, throughout my weekends and stuff, and 
really try to remember those rather than just focus on like life altering events and considering those as the ones that I should remember. Yeah. One thing I love that I've been doing for a while now is memory planning. So after every day, the next day, I'll go back and write down just a couple highlights from the previous day that I want to remember and flipping through my planner and looking through all these different memories. Like I can actually really transport myself back into those days and remember what happened that was good that happened, maybe some bad things that happened. It's really, really nice. I'm a very nostalgic person, so I love doing that. But yeah, appreciating the small things. That's kind of the biggest thing that I've learned. And even with like material goods as well, I feel like because I'm, I've been looking at the Christmas hauls on TikTok and stuff. I realized like, wow, like for me, I really don't care about presents anymore. And I would much rather just enjoy people's time together. And yeah, I realized I was just talking about this in my journal this morning, but I realized for me, the magic of Christmas comes before Christmas because that's the time when people are spending time together, people are, you know, getting together to spend time together, eat food together, stuff like that. The actual joy of Christmas and like opening presents and all that, I don't, I have not experienced that for many years to be honest. And it's not like the special part of Christmas for me. I just don't enjoy the presents. Yeah. Anyways, next, what are you most proud of this year? Okay, so there's two things that I'm most proud of of myself. The first is my growing independence. I definitely would say I have always been like an independent person. Um, I It's really easy for me to, if I wanna do something, put my head down and just do it. Uh, but this year in particular, I think I have really, really kind of honed in on that and grown and done things for myself just because I want to. I mean, one example is moving out, obviously figuring out how to live alone and just spend time by myself. That's been a really big thing for me. And then also like traveling solo. But I mean, independence doesn't even show through in these like big moments either. I think it's the little moments too. Like I think for me, as I was, one thing that's always bothered me about other people is when they are always relying on other people to make decisions or relying on other people to make the first move to then act. I've always really disliked that. And I feel like for me this year, I've just been like a person who's like, I wanna do it, I'll do it. And then I just go and do it. And it's not that I have no regard for other people. It's just that like, I'm not gonna let them slow me down because of what they might think or how they might judge me or how they might perceive me. That is all behind me now. That, once I graduated school, out the door. Honestly, don't really care anymore. And you want people who will fully support you, right? So if people are judging you because you are doing things that you love, get rid of them because they're not the people that are meant to, you know, spend your life with you. They're not gonna be supporting you. They're gonna be the ones that are talking about you behind your back and stuff like that. So independence is definitely one thing that I'm really proud of myself for growing this year. And I feel like just figuring out my life as an adult and being able to be an adult by myself has definitely been one of my big changes this year. Another thing is just changing in general. And I say this because I used to hate change as a kid. I was 
really, really, I think because of my childhood, I was really, really shooken up by if things were changing and if things were unexpected. And I would really, really not like that. But this year, I feel like I've just fully embraced it and just not looked back. Uh, if things change, like that is the way they are. And I adapt and I flow and I figure it out because there's that quote, it's like, the only thing permanent in life is change. And that is so true. Like, you really can't count on anything in life except for yourself being there and change happening. Life will never stay the same and that is crazy. So I definitely also am really proud of myself for accepting this change and figuring life out, adapting to it and I just realized this entire episode I have not been using my mic, which is not great because my washing machine is on. So we'll see how that goes. I really hope it's still salvageable. It honestly probably is, but like I don't really care too much about like uh, all the auto audio quality stuff, but I'm just like, ugh, how could I not check before I started recording? Anyways, I have two more questions in this episode. First of all, how did your relationships evolve this year? I would definitely say there's a lot of different relationships, right? Like with friendships, it was definitely super different because we didn't have school all bonding us anymore and everyone was literally going in such different directions. So you really have to put in effort to stay up to date with people and spend time with them. You really have to put in the effort to figure out your schedules, figure out when everyone's free and and get a time where everyone's together. And because of that, like, I think as you get older, naturally your circles are going to get smaller and smaller because people don't have the time and energy to be keeping up with like 20 different friend groups anymore, which is crazy. And um, so that's definitely been a shift for me. I don't see my friends very often. I definitely would say it's like once every two months or so, which is crazy, very different from school where it was like, oh, what are you doing right now? Are you free? And then we would hang out. So that's pretty crazy. And then with family, definitely setting boundaries and prioritizing myself. I think prioritizing myself applies to all my relationships. I've definitely like really tried to set boundaries in that I really want to make sure that I am taken care of first before I go out and spend time with other people. And what I mean by that is like grocery shopping, you know, like doing all this, like grocery shopping, cleaning, laundry, making sure all that's done before I just neglect all my responsibilities and just go and have fun. And I don't hold to it to a T. Like it's not like every week I must do my laundry unless, uh, or else I can't go out. I don't put those boundaries on myself. But it's also knowing that like I understand that, oh, doing my laundry will make it a lot easier for me this week so that I'm not stressing out about what clothes to wear to work and stuff like that. So obviously that also is very prioritized and making sure I'm eating well and stuff like that. Setting boundaries has definitely also been a huge change for me and for my family. I feel like we are still adapting to this and it's definitely very different. And that's because this is the first time that I'm going through it, right? Like a lot of people go through it when they move out for college, but I'm going through it for the very first time in my life right now and I'm 22 so yeah, I don't know. I if I feel like it's easier when you go through it during college because your parents understand like, oh, you're in college and stuff like that. But 
right now because I'm working and I'm still technically in the same city as my family. Like it's kind of a little bit hard and I'm still figuring that out. So we'll see how that goes. And um, yeah. Okay. My last question of this episode is what are you thankful for this year? Everything. I'm thankful for everything, but a few things in particular. Uh, The friends who stuck by me. That makes me emo, but um, definitely would say friends have naturally fizzled out throughout the years as we get more busy and stuff like that. But this year, I feel like my friends have really put in the effort to spend time together and like make time for each other, which I'm really grateful for. And also, I feel like I've like leaned on them a little bit more this year. I feel like in the past in university, I was kind of like, no, I got to figure everything out on my own. I'm just going to figure it out. But it's okay to lean on other people and it's fine. Uh, my ability to learn, grow, and develop, I'm very grateful for. That, that is partly because I'm still so young, but I'm really happy that I can think on the fly and take lessons from the past and apply them into my future. And just that life is ever-changing for me and my mind and my body. I'm very, very grateful for that, for sure. Not giving up. Uh, This year, there's definitely been a lot of points where it was very hard, whether that be in university or just like traveling solo. That, That was definitely very hard. I'm very glad I didn't give up and just like stay in my Airbnb the whole trip. I challenged myself. I pushed myself out of my comfort zone and even living alone now, like there are times when I just want to lay in bed all day and just not and just neglect everything that I need to do. But obviously that doesn't make life easier. It may in the moment, but not in the long term. So not giving up definitely is something I'm very grateful for. I'm very grateful that I keep pushing and try my best and work hard for sure. And lastly, I'm very grateful for all the opportunities that I've been given in my life. Uh, just everything, honestly, just all the life steps that have gotten me to where I am. I'm just so grateful for everything because honestly, my life is great and I cannot imagine anything else. And I'm really thankful that my post-university life looks like this. Like it looks actually very fulfilling for me. And, you know, I have jobs, I have enough money to sustain myself and just live life. I don't know. I'm really grateful for the fact that I could have, I could move out this year. That was something I've always wanted to do. I remember I was looking through my Instagram memories because I'm a simp. I'm a, I'm a senti simp. And I remember at the beginning of 2020, when I made my mom a presentation of, I want to move out. And now it's 2022, end of 2022. And I finally did it. And I was like, wow, like that really kind of said, gives me chills because of like it finally happening. Like I, I dreamed about it for so long and now it finally exists. On a side note, I'm also probably going to go to Ikea today because I really want to furnish the rest of my apartment. I'm still missing a table and a rug in this den. Uh, It looks kind of janky, but we'll figure that out. Um, But yeah, I'm just like this year has honestly been one of the hardest, but also one of the best in my life. And I feel like I understand now that obviously good things can't happen without bad things. And I'm really grateful for everything that has panned out this year, what has happened, all the opportunities I've been given, everything that I've been able to live and learn and eat and just 
I don't know. I'm just very, very grateful for everything. And that is kind of the mindset I want to lead my life with. (sighs) And I'm excited for 2023. There's going to be even more change in 2023, which is really freaking exciting. And just continuing to grow and develop, but also knowing like taking one step at a time, like I don't need to get ahead of myself. It's just, this is just the way it'll be. And yeah, so I hope you have an amazing end of 2022. Hope you have an amazing start to 2023. Thank you so much for supporting my podcast throughout this year. I know I've been kind of flaky with it, with moving out and working and just figuring my life out. So thank you to everyone who still supports and watches and listens and all that. It really does mean a lot, especially when I get really nice comments about the podcast and messages and stuff like that. It really makes my day all the time. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. I will see you next year in my next episode. Bye. And I was like, yo. Oh, 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 oh,